Man Tools is brought to you by EXO Auto Works, Colorado Springs home of the $30 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232 or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020 or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios. Twisted Apes Bar and Grill. Twisted Apes offers a full menu, live music, and they're the home of Twisted Radio. Check them out at twistedapes.com. Madrid Maintenance. Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman services in the Colorado Springs area, starting at just $35 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-963-2020 or online at facebook.com slash madridmaintenance. Trevor's Beard is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle is my go-to for beard hygiene and styling products. So you should head over to thebeardstruggle.com and use the code TLANE15 for 15% off your order. Shit in Spanish. This is America. We have a national language. Check your fucking self, because America does not have a national language. Funny how uh, it's Father's Day, we just talk about moms. We just get drawn into it. We just can't. <sighs> to me, the idea of taking a child through a sex change to begin with is just nuts. I think I'm going to go out of here. Oh, I'm going to go out here on a limb and speak for all the ladies. Walk down the hill and uh, I'll go down the head first. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Take me out. <laughs> Stay solid. Mantles. I believe it. Never trust a woman or a government. <laughs> That's right. Never trust a woman or a government. You like that? Yeah, that caught me off guard. Of course, from the uh, great film uh, Yellowbeard. Uh-huh. From the uh, stagger, stagger, crawl, crawl, stagger, yeah. stagger, crawl. I don't think that was a Monty Python movie, but there was a bunch of Monty Python guys in it. Uh, I believe you're correct. With also with Cheech and Chong. Uh-huh. Um, of course, the there's a couple other. It was like awesome. it was like their derivatives. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey man, how was your week? Shitty. Oh goody. <laughs> Shitty. Um, last week I talked about the uh, the pet rat that we have or had now. Yeah. Uh, Old old Cinder finally had to be taken Bur- across the Rainbow Bridge. So Cinder burned out, huh? That's one way to put it. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, um, buddy. It was a bummer. So, and it's been a rough like every once in a while, someone in the family sees something that reminds them of this stupid little rat, and then starts crying, including me. Yeah. <laughs> I know critters. Critters find their way into your hearts. You yeah. Know? It's just so a, it is what it is. <clears throat> that's been the big. The big rough thing this week, so. Uh, had a fun week. Uh, a lot of work. A way to bring it back up. Yeah, we're going to bring it back <laughs> up and see how we did it. I had an interesting, I had an, a very interesting interaction with a woman this week uh, that came to the job site and pseudo presented herself as part of 
like our thing. Okay. It was weird. So I am a subcontractor right now. I have a contract with this uh, with this this very large inter, you know national company that helps rebuild homes after they've been burnt down. Right. My job realistically is to swoop in and fix all the shit that the other major contractors fucked up. Okay. And button up the house. Right. And make it livable so when they show up they're like, "Oh my god, all this stuff's Everything's fixed." Everything's great. Uh, yeah. This woman came comes in and goes, "Oh, um you're, you know, you're with Dave." And then I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, well, I'm Heather and blah blah blah." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, right. There's a girl Heather at the office. I haven't, you know, met everybody yet, obviously, because it's a big company. It's a fucking national company. Yeah. But I was like, oh, yeah, so you're with Dave. She's like, yeah, well, then. Come to find out later, later, later in the day after she left that she is not. She is a third party sort of arbitrator, sort of uh, adjuster slash. Nonprofit. I help the customer get everything they need out of the insurance claim. Okay. Cool. Right? It was super cool. It was like super nice and stuff, right? The way I figured it out that she wasn't one of our people was there was another group of contractors there. A bunch of Mexicans putting in the floor in the kitchen. Right? Mm-hmm. So I tell all my guys, every time we go in a house... Um, cause you, obviously everybody wears, you know, a knife, right? Like this, this part sticks out of your pocket and can scrape things. My guys know, pull all of your chains, your keys, your shit, your, your knives, everything goes in a pocket. So you're not tearing paint up. You're, yeah. you know, you're, um, uh, the biggest one is, uh, um, measuring tapes, right? Yeah. You stand up and you yeah. nick it on something, sure. right? So she's super nice to me for a minute, and then one of the Mexican dudes <clears throat> gets up from doing the floor, turns around, and scrapes his keys all along the new paint and on the new wall. And he's like, oh, crap. She jumps down my throat. She starts yelling at me. Rah, 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 you need to have him do this. You need to have blah, blah. And you're like, he's not one of mine. <laughs> I did it way more fun than that. I walked up to him. I was like, "Hola, mi amo Eric. Yo mucho gusto. Uh, yo puedes de, uh, 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 de las llaves." And he's all, "Oh, see, see, see." And he puts his keys away. She's like, did, "What did you tell him?" I said, "Hi, my name is Eric. It's very nice to meet you. Can you put your keys in your pocket?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "What do you mean, nice to meet you?" I'm like, "I don't know him I from am, Adam. I like, I don't guy. know this dude at all. Awesome. I've never met him. I don't know." And I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" She's like, oh, well, I'm Heather, and I'm with this third-party adjustment. I was like, oh, oh. Eh, that's kind of what I thought. So you're not really with Dave. Dave really isn't here. Dave's not here, man. And you're, no, you presented yourself really shady on that whole situation. So I got her good on that one. I was like, hey, bro, can you put your keys in your pocket? Like, uh, you know, so you know, I got to paint this now. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I do that a lot. I I don't I don't let people know that I I you know speak other languages when I'm hanging out, especially on a job site. Because then those guys start talking shit. Sure, they yeah. do. They just start talking so much shit. They're like, oh, who's this guy? Fucking think he is, and what's this guy doing? And I'm like, 
oh yeah, ayúdame aquí. And they're like, oh, <laughs> their eyeballs get like this fucking big. And they're like, oh shit, what's up? Hey, jefe, how's it going? I'm like, yeah, man, just do your job. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> this kid didn't know what he was doing. Like he just, he was new. You could tell he was super new and he's like, he's trying really hard to get this flooring in and get it yeah. done. He made rookie mistakes of leaving your and he's, keys and shit hanging and dangling and you're in a new house. And he's worried about getting caught by immigration, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. dude, yeah. <laughs> and I talked to his boss when he got there. I was like, hey, man, he nicked the wall. I told him to put his keys away. And he's like, ah, oh, oh, thanks. It's my cousin or whatever. You know yeah. how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to Texas next week. Yeah, I'll probably get out of Colorado and don't yeah. talk to that bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend you don't speak English when you get in the house. He's like, thanks, bro. I'm like, orale. It was great. We had a we had a moment. It was fucking fun. So that was the highlight of my week, as sad as that is. Hey. Thanks. <laughs> Sounds like you had a better week than me. Uh, yeah. No um, dead critters. <clears throat> Well, anyway, we have an amazing show for you. So as long as you're sitting in your chair or your bark lounger or naked in your bathtub and, you know, have your scented candles lit, just pre be prepared for more crippling disappointment because it's <laughs> going to be another Man Tools episode. <laughs> uh, we course, do have a guest. We do. And as always, if you want to chat with us and make sure that we see it, um, instead of using the thread on whatever streaming service you're watching us on, we would prefer that you use our Discord at tinyurl.com slash mantoolschat. Uh, the problem is we stream out to a couple of different spots, so we use this consolidated chat, and it doesn't fucking work. <laughs> but Discord does, so if you chat in Discord, we will see it. Yes. Um, but yes, we do have a guest. Uh, we're going to bring him in right now. Uh, his name is Kyle Meyer. He works at a uh, pawn shop out in uh, Topeka, Kansas. It's called Integrity Gun and Pawn. And we're going to bullshit about guns and pawning stuff. And, and the birth of 90s punk rock. Okay, sure. Not even kidding. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, too. He probably funded <laughs> He probably helped it you know, get rolling. All right, uh, please welcome Kyle Meyer. Hey, Kyle, how's it going? Hey, it's going good, guys. How you guys doing? Great. Great. To coin a phrase. I am strapped in for the oh, 90s yeah. rock. Well, that... Um, um, recently the studio that i own did uh uh remastered all the old cassettes into digital and all the old adats and remixed them from the the huge surge that was the topeka kansas punk rock scene in the 90s yeah (laughs) yeah is that right and it the documentary's out it's on the it's on the interwebs you know and the the probably the dark web i mean where it's punk rock so (laughs) it's hard telling I mean, what no, is it on the dark web? Now? I kid, I kid. But it, it legitimately, though, in the '90s, that was um, it, it. Permeated. It was. It was a thing. And watching the watching the documentary okay, that I yeah, helped yeah. Uh, do all the remastering for at the studio off of these old cassettes um, and old ADATs. I had to go buy an ADAT from a pawn shop. Ah, see the hey. tie-in. Yeah, I had to find a pawn shop with an old. Old ADAP machine, and then you know, make, remix all these old bands and stuff, and put them out on the documentary. So, um, uh, let us for anyone who hasn't seen, you know, the History Channel and doesn't know Rick from Pawn Stars, can can you explain to people real quick exactly what a pawn shop is? Yeah, so basically, a pawn shop is a lovely place where uh, you can get loans if you don't have any credit. We don't check any kind of credit. You bring in collateral, so anything that's worth, 
you know, anything. I mean, we prefer guns and gold and that kind of thing, but there are pawn shops for all kinds of stuff. And uh, you don't pay your pay your loans back. We keep the stuff and then sell it. That's that's kind sure. of the basic that's idea. Is the second oldest profession? Probably, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> for, and for those that don't right. know, uh, your lovely host here, right here, this guy, yep. uh, I actually used to be what was known as a sales and loan representative at uh, one of your finer pawn shops uh, here in town uh, in Colorado Springs. But... Uh, and yeah, that, that was a that was an interesting job. I got to say, bet. Um, it, I was into guns and guitars, so it was like fucking heaven <laughs> working there. Working because there. that yeah. was a good chunk of what what business we did, um, both on the sales and the loan side. Um, and and the upside of being um, an employee when something was getting ready to drop, as we called you it, knew first I knew it was coming. So if I wanted to buy it, you know. Yep, I can get in there. <clears throat> um, well, I'm not. I'm not sure about Topeka, but Colorado Springs has more pawn shops per capita. It's a, it's like liquor stores; they're on every corner here. Well, we're okay, we're a huge you. military town, so it's kind of pawn shops, um, lawyers specializing in divorce. divorces. Yep, <laughs> and uh, liquor stores. <laughs> and and coming in on fourth is uh, massage parlors. There, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to beat. Well, I mean, outside of military bases, I'm sure you go, you have obviously the dealerships that sell the V6 oh, all day long. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, we have Motor City is like a block <laughs> away from the military base. Um, that is, I mean, if you're looking for bargains, though, that's that's where you go as a pawn shop. Um, oh, it's the place to be. It it's is. A total toy I store. needed a vacuum cleaner. Uh, the cleaning lady broke ours, and I was like, well, I'll get you another one. Hold on. Well, I need something nicer than blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I got you, honey. Don't even worry about it. Went to the pawn shop for 40 bucks. I got like a sweet-ass vacuum cleaner. So you got you got to know how to wheel and deal, but, oh, yeah. man, I, I do. I love pawn shops. Uh, the, the best part of living in a college town like three hours from where I live now, here in Colorado Springs, was – Coming up on a Saturday and just hitting all the pawn shops up Academy. Yeah. Find your guitars, your pedals, your uh, anything, anything you want. So I've got a weird question for you because it's, it's probably not like, um, you know, the History Channel where, you know, you have a guy and he's got to come in and, uh, like, look at all your stuff. <laughs> Experts for everything, yeah. i got an expert for everything. i got a guy. Hold on. i got a buddy that needs to come down, you know. But what, yeah, right. just off the top of your head, what was the craziest intake you've ever had? Okay, so uh, we didn't intake it. Uh, I've had a, a plenty of crazy stuff come in. You know, I've had a lady come in. She she asked, uh, yeah, do you guys buy crystals? And, of course, we I mean, we thought it was <laughs> meth at first. But, no, they were actual, like, pieces of quartz. Uh, and and uh, we obviously said, no, we had a guy bringing in a city water oh, meter shit. one time. <laughs> we're like, you can't sell this to us. Doesn't belong to you. Yeah. Clearly, doesn't belong to you. Uh, but what takes the cake, man? Um, like on the top of big radio towers, uh -huh. right? The big yeah. red lights they have, the big beacons. We had a guy bring one of those in, and we didn't even know what it was at first. Like this basketball-sized, like, like screen, and he brings it in. He's like, "Yeah, I got a beacon here," and we're we're just obviously on the floor. Like sure. we don't understand, you know, how we're supposed to price it, what it is. And yeah, uh, yeah. Long story short, I guess he boosted uh -huh. it from a job site. Of course, site. he did. Mm. 
Well, I, I, from my experience, that was one of the big uh, challenges that you ran into was, uh, uh, look, a lot of the, a lot of your customers coming in for loans are good people that just need some cash. I mean, I've done it. Yeah. In it, when I was in the business and outside of the business, sure. I've, I've taken a rifle in and gone like, look, I need a hundred bucks, you know, whatever. Um, but you do run into a lot of, uh, the unscrupulous types. Well, people with habits that get them into trouble. Sure. Yeah. 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 The unscrupulous, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. I, before I worked here, I actually was security at a casino. So, like, apparently I yeah, didn't not. get my bill. I was like, yeah. say, like, I needed more. You want to break some more <laughs> fingers I mean? or what? Like... <laughs> yeah. yeah right. um, so, we're man tools, right? So, what is yeah. your um, – what what's your best-selling, like, tool that, you know, turns over the fastest? Oh, tools? Okay. So, your tools are definitely going to be your big brand – uh, impacts and drills. That's mm-hmm. going to be your main stuff. Uh, after that's probably like your generators. Especially um, right now, if you, you live know, in sometimes Texas, sometimes you sell like track saws and. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, we actually don't have any. Um, probably you know something to do with a little bit of the power stuff going on. Uh, we're flooding like crazy. Yeah, snow melt. Yeah. But carpet dryers, bro. Um, You're gonna need to get a hold of a couple but, of those and mark them up. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, I've actually got good friends that work for a cleanup company here in town, and they're saying they're basically yep. out of them already, and the worst of it hasn't even come yet. Sorry if anybody heard that. That is our obnoxious yeah. Zach Lone Wolf hosting the karaoke that's here at Twisted Apes on the third level. <laughs> we hear him all the way up here on the 69th level of the bunker. Yeah, <laughs> nice. he's. Uh, it's. I mean, it's a thousand dollar prize. Split between first, second, and third. Please yeah. read the fine print. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, right. but I, I got to tell you, man, uh, Kyle, I, I fucking love pawn shops. There's a couple right by my house, and if it's a Saturday, it's like my Saturday thing. Like, I don't I do not do church, but I will fucking pawn shop Saturday morning. I get up. I'm right. like, man, I got nothing to do. I know where I'm going today. It's like uh, we have plenty of regular families that do that, um, and we got a, a one family in particular that they just every Saturday come in and do all the pawn shops in town. And you know what, man? I get it. Like, Creighton's be damned. It's a it hell really of a is. fun pastime. It's, you might yeah, find that, great. That's one of the beauties is you never know what you're going right. to find it's in, satiates, in a pawn shop. It satiates that Jungian thing that men have about hunter-gatherer where you where you don't right. where you don't get it <laughs> right. at a grocery store or Sam's Club because you already know what they have. It's like you got the flyer two weeks ago. Right. You go there for necessities. You're like, fuck, I got to get toilet, you know, toilet paper, all this stuff. I got to do this. I got to do that. But going to a pawn shop, you're treasure hunting. You you get to satiate that pirate in you of looking for treasure. I mean, it's the epitome of perfect I capitalism, I Absolutely. think, in the sense that, you know, I'm not selling you insurance. You're not going to fall asleep reading fine print. I'm going to say something that's going to you know, bang steel at 800 yep. yards. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, it's just cooler. I think, I, I think going into like, um, uh, like in a way going into, into like an auto parts store is kind of the same way, unless you know, you're, you're there cause you have to, cause your car doesn't <laughs> right. work. Well, in, in the, the beauty of a pawn shop, uh, Outside of maybe buying a car, it's about the only place where you can go in and like dicker and get a better deal than what's marked sure. on the sticker. Sure. Um, nowhere, nowhere else is going to do that. You walk right. into Walmart and go, right. "I'll give you five bucks for this thing that's marked 10. They just laugh at you and go, Laughing. "Fuck off," you know. 
Yeah, like pound ten. Get then I just then I just here. go to the self checkout with a different sticker. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. Yeah, I should right. I should get employee discount because right. I'm ringing this out myself. Um, what's up, Keys? What's yeah, up, right. DNE sixty six? Which I think is somebody I know, but they're hiding. okay. All right, pretty sure it's Hans. Okay. Anyway, um, some of my fondest like uh, college. Post college, when I was finishing up college and living down in Alamosa, we'd have shows up here at the gardens on Monday nights. I'd fucking ditch Monday afternoon class, and my brother Tristan, who was my drummer at the time, we would blaze up here and just hit the pawn shops just to see what was up. Yeah, see if I get a new pedal, see if right, I could find right. something cool, you know, just just because it's so much fun, so much fun to shop them. Um, yeah, yeah. I hate it when I have to use them because I know that, you know, it's it's the slow time of the year, but it is what it is. Well, I have a little piece of advice there. Sure. Um, whenever I've used, had to get a loan uh, at a pawn shop, my thing is, you know, I know what my stuff is worth, and I always get way less than that in my right. loan so that I can get it back. Right, so you can get it back. <laughs> right. You know. Now here's the here's the other side of it, and right. this is coming from someone yeah. who's never worked at a pawn shop, ladies and gentlemen. Never worked this that industry. If you go in with something that you paid new two hundred dollars for, and it's you've had it for more than sixty seconds, you can't take it to a pawn shop and expect the pawnbroker to give you two hundred dollars. No, that's not how it works. There. Yeah, I, I had to give a gentleman this exact same talk actually today. I would imagine it's that. I mean, I mean, he came in. It was exactly as you're saying. That's, that seems to be a very common uh, discussion they for whatever reason. Folks don't understand that you have something of value, you have collateral, um, and even if you're going to sell it, because pawn pawnbrokers in in this county buy and sell. Yeah, so can, or loan and loan in, and buy in, in Colorado they can they can buy as well as do loans right. Uh, so I'm not sure how it that is varies from state to state. So <laughs> so, but in oh yeah, we we buy if they yeah, want to right. sell. We like now. That here's too, the yeah. thing, ladies and gentlemen. If it were me again, I've never these two gentlemen have worked in the pawn shop. If it were me, I would loan larger than I would buy for. Well, not by a huge percent. <laughs> But no, no. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Let's say I've got a an item that's worth a hundred dollars. Like I could, I, I could sell it for a hundred dollars to the next guy that comes in, right? I would go maximum fifty percent of that on a loan. I would go maximum forty percent of that on a buy. I need the wiggle room for the next guy to come in. Right. Because if the if the uh, loan goes into default, I've still got fifty percent of what it's worth, and then I got to sit on it for six eight yeah. months until the next person shows up. If I do the buy, I got sixty percent of what it's worth for the future monies. Well, so here's uh, here's how it works in Colorado, and you, maybe it's different in Kansas, uh, Kyle. But uh, in Colorado, <clears throat> if a pawn shop purchases something they can put it up for sale uh as i recall 60 days after they got it uh -huh. if it's uh if it's a loan they have to wait obviously until the default you know but the the uh the minimum opportunity they have to give is 90 days so 
you get, you have a kind of a balancing act of, well, if I purchase something, I can put it out for sale much sooner. It might've even been 30 days now that I'm thinking See, of it, yeah, but it's, that, it's a but... quick turnaround because you're just buying it outright. You don't have to give them an opportunity to pay the loan back. Sure. Um, you, you pay. And basically the only reason you're hanging on to it is, uh, <clears throat> it, there's a database that's connected to law enforcement What's so they stolen. can figure out gotcha. if it's stolen, yep. uh, before you put it out for sale. Um, so there's a kind of a balancing act of you because of like, especially if someone keeps renewing a loan, you will make a shitload of money off yeah, of that interest. I bet you will. But the flip is if you're going to have to sell it, you would rather have the item right away. Uh-huh. In which case purchasing it outright becomes more advantageous. So uh, it was kind of a push and pull and kind of depended on what it was, you know, but most I of the bet time. mine, mine, even though my figures might be wrong, the, the, the rate would still be good. Well, See, yes. here's what I'll tell you about that because it's an interesting question and we've gone back and forth about this sometimes in the shop. We have found what works the best. So, I mean, a little bit about Kansas, Kansas, I can buy something, but if I buy it, um, I don't know specifically the legality, but I know at least as a policy, we do 15 days. I think right. that's probably the state minimum um, for pawn law. So 15 days on a buy, it has to stand back on a loan. Uh, legally, we can't pull what you have in and put it on the floor unless you are three months or sure. more delinquent. So you have to owe me three months or more. Um, so, uh, you know, as it turns out, you know, you might think it's better to give more on a loan, except, you know, we don't want to do that because that will put somebody who doesn't necessarily want the item in a position where they'll just lie to me and sure. say they want a pawn so that I give them more money for the buy. And then I have ah, to keep that thing for right. 90 days yeah. at that See, point. I didn't know that. And I don't... But I don't want to give more on the buy because, you know, honestly, man, people have the stigma about pawn shops where we want to take your stuff. And honestly, you know, I make more money if you do a pawn anyway. You know, I don't want to put, uh, you know, a good guy who's just down on his luck in a position where he feels like he needs to get rid of his stuff so that he can get more money. You know, I'm, I'm going to offer the same amount either way he wants to do it. The question is, um, do you want that right. item? Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. a good way to do it. <clears throat> nice. Or at least the opportunity to get it back. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've yeah, right, right. I've, the opportunity. I've to get sold, it back. but I've pawned things too. Just you know, I had to get. It, remember in in fourteen, I had to get to Nashville. I do. I pawned a bunch of rifles so I could have the round trip. You know, to where place to stay, place, and then I knew I was going to get that money back, and then boom. So, it's a great way to get a quick loan on collateral without going into super debt. And honestly, like. If you're not sure if you're going to get hemmed up on something, like I wasn't sure if I was just going to end up in Nashville at that point. Yeah, yeah. I was really thinking, well, I might have just end up there and, well, you know, fuck that shit. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not ever going to get it back because Nashville I, uh, laws on guns are different than Colorado. <laughs> so. I had a buddy who used, uh, he was in the process of moving and instead of getting a storage unit, he also worked at the pawn shop. So he kind of knew how <laughs> things worked. He did a loan on a bunch of shit for like a dollar. That way he could just keep paying the interest until he got his shit together at his new place. That's funny. <laughs> and could get it out, you know. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but it was way cheaper than getting a storage unit. Oh, we'll do loans for guys who are taking a trip overseas and have to yeah. throw their guns yeah. or something. Yeah, uh, that's safer. Sure, that's way yeah. safer. That's a great idea. Well, yeah, my my safe's insured. Yeah, so way, I'm sure it is. I'm way. sure you guys are insured to the hilt. You know, 
you're, you're taking possession of other people's property on a promissory note. So, yeah, I'm sure you guys are insured to the yeah. hilt. That's cr- well, you, you kind of have to be. I mean, I mean, it's, uh, people steal firearms all the time, and actually, it's happened to us. We've been broken into. Oh, the, tried three times. The, uh, the one time. The chain that I worked for, who I shall not name because they definitely won't sponsor this podcast. No. Um, they, uh, although if you do some research, I guess you could find it out based on what I'm about to tell you. They stopped selling handguns because it turned out that one of the guns used at Columbine. Came, That's right. It came from their shop to an adult who then illegally gave it to these kids, but. The stigma of the fact that it even came from their shop, they stopped selling handguns. Yeah. Um, which was, to me, a little ridiculous, but, you know, they got to, you know, corporate has to do what corporate has to do, I guess. I guess. Uh, gotcha. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm glad we don't deal with any of that corporate stuff because, I mean, we would, as terrible as that situation would be, um, we're certainly not laying down and, and um, getting rid yeah, of Yeah, and it was, you know I, mean? I thought it was, uh, I can't, I started working there a little bit after this happened. So even when I started, I just happened to ask, I'm like, how come you don't have any pistols? Like, do you guys not get, you just don't have any that right now or it what? It wasn't part of your uh, and, um, briefing. And they were like, oh no, here's the story. Um, and it was really, it was really, uh, uh, I, I thought kind of pathetic how they just kind of rolled over and were like, well, we just won't deal in these anymore because one of ours was like, well, what if it was a shotgun or a rifle? Would you stop dealing stop in guns altogether? Probably. Um, Whatever. The beginning of the thin end of the wedge of the cancel culture started yeah. then. Uh, we have a question from one of our listeners uh, for you, Kyle. What is the, what is the interest rate that uh, pawn shops charge on loans? I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a you know the difference between shop to shop. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of people do a twenty five percent interest. Um, that's incredibly high, and, and I guess Topeka is kind of lower. I mean, in some places you go to your big cities, you you know you go to get into Vegas, and you see that a lot. You see sometimes even higher. Some states will have restrictions on how high you can go. Um, we as a shop do ten percent. That is uh, that, very you know, generous. Yeah. Um, if it's a bigger loan. Well, yeah, and sometimes even, you know, you bring in a skid loader and put it in our lot. Sometimes I'll even do, you know, a 5% if you want to do a really, really yeah. expensive loan. You know, just to make it easier on you. I don't need to gut you for 10% if you're leaving a skid loader with me. Well, that's you know got I mean? to be another it. nice thing about not being a corporate thing because the, the place I worked, uh, you know, it was it was set in stone. Uh-huh. It, the, the state allows this. This is what we're charging. So, right. you know. The maximum. Um, yeah. Here in Colorado at the time, as I recall, was like 20%. Yep. Um, but again, I went to that exact one where you, you used to work just yeah. recently, uh, this summer because my lawnmower crapped out. Oh, it's a great, that's, that's a great I got place to get a lawnmower. Yeah. I got a new lawn or well new, I got a lawnmower. And then what the guy did let me do because he didn't know how to work on anything. You know, obviously he was, he was like the computer guy and he's out there in the yard or whatever. And I'm getting a, uh, weed whacker. I was like, hold on, man. And I like cabbage parts from one and i like right at the back of my bed of the truck like put it on the other one I'm like all right this one works he's like cool take it <laughs> i'll throw this other one in the dumpster i'm like perfect it was amazing you know you can't do that at lowe's or home depot i mean you can i've g- no they're not I've gotten away with like some that, stuff yeah. like that but not nothing not near like that, that. No. like you, you i'm pulling the actual parts I mean, off it, it, of one and putting it on the other to make it work 
Hey man, if a guy if a guy came in and wanted to pull a carburetor off of one of my chainsaws and paid me for the chainsaw, yeah, cool man, well, I'm in. You can even fix it up. That's right what in my he shop. did. He's like, uh, "Do you need some tools?" I'm like, "Yeah." He brought a little toolbox. <laughs> I was like, "Sweet." I just I co- I cobbled together one working um, uh, weed whacker out of this out of two of them, and he goes, "Cool, full price." I'm like, "Full price." He's like, "All right, let's do this." Handed him cash, and we were on our way. Well, that kind of brings up something for me that I'd like to ask Kyle. Um, I'm curious about what the most mm-hmm. interesting attempted theft you've ever run Ooh. into from your shops. Um, I, you know, I've never had. Well, the, the attempted thefts that we've had, um, they've just tried to break in through our hurricane shutters and haven't been able to. Uh, the first time we got burgled. Uh, we just didn't have the shutters. They broke through the glass, got in, took some stuff. Um, we're still actually receiving some of those guns <laughs> to this day um, that had wow. just been scattered. Uh, you know, but you know the the agencies are giving them back to us finally. But um, you know, I've had not necessarily attempted theft, but I mean, I've had people threaten me. I've had people come at me with weapons. I've had all kinds of crazy stuff like that happen. Just you know, just dealing with that side of society. Let's say it. Um, you know that that kind of thing does happen. You know, I had a guy. Um, he came in and obviously it's a gun store. So like, you know, no matter how you feel about, about, uh, you know, weed or whatever, you know, it's not legal here. He had some on him and it fell out of his pocket. And I just said, Hey man, you know, um, I don't really care what you're doing in your free time, but you can't have that in here. You know, this is a federal shop. It's still federally illegal. You need to leave, which I was really cool with him. You know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, bark at him. It wasn't a lecture. It was just, Hey, you know, I just can't have that in here. And, um, man, he was like, well, I was going to buy a gun. I was like, well, now you know you're not. You're, not. <laughs> you're going to leave <laughs> the store. Really not. Yeah, yeah, now you're not going to buy anything. Jackson. And so he um, started freaking out and uh, said something about to the guy next to him as they're walking out. He goes, well, should I smash a hole in this glass over here and point it at our jewelry case? And I just said, I wouldn't, you know, because that's just a bad idea. Uh, and he turned around and goes, or what, and, and pulled one of our golf clubs out oh, of wow, one wow. of the bags. And starts walking toward me and it's just funny like i'm standing facing him on the other side of the counter and behind me are you know, just a big wall full of yeah. ars and ak's and he asked me what are you going to do about it i'm thinking like dude i'll give you three <laughs> guesses what do you do about it you have a weapon yeah. what do you mean what am i going to do about it that's one of the funniest questions I've ever been asked what are you going to do about I'll it i forget that what well, am i, I going to do I, about I it? ran into this <laughs> i always find this story very funny um <laughs> Nowhere near as dangerous as that, but it was the balls on this guy was were pretty impressive. Uh, we used to have like a bin of loose tools that we would sell for like a buck a piece. It was just you know shitty off-brand wrenches and mm-hmm. whatever. So this dude, like the buckets <laughs> worth more than the wrenches. Yeah, <laughs> but I could see him like pulling stuff out of there, and then he comes around to the loan counter and is like, "How much can I get for this?" <laughs> and I'm like, "How much can you get for our tools that you just took out of the bin?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, I just brought these in. I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. And it's all on video. We can check the, the tape. You know. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I'll sell them to you for a dollar a piece. How about that? <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's, that's a uh, rampant in any retail sort of industry. Uh, when I worked at the music shop, I'd people do that. Hey man, I bought this. Can I return it? I was like, bitch, I just watched you walk take over there the shelf yeah. and take it off the shelf. I got the wrong size. Can I get something else? Like drumsticks was the yeah. worst. I was like, I just watched you do that. Uh, Amy used to have to deal with that at a uh, office depot all the fucking time. 
oh, I bought this paper and I didn't. She's like, no, I just watched you walk into the paper place, grab a whole ream of paper, and God, it's oh, rampant. Yeah. It's everywhere. Somebody doing a bait and switch on yeah. the Sharpies. I get it. Yeah, just trying oh. to, you know, weasel his way up to a full yep. color pack or something so from bizarre. a couple of those black so ones bizarre. or something. I don't understand the... I don't. When there is so much joy in going to pawn shops, or you know, and just looking around at all the treasure, and you're you're gonna you're gonna be mm-hmm. all shady about it, like, oh man, come on, you're ruining it, you know, you're just kind of ruining it. You're you are ruining. Yes, the whole you really <laughs> are. You could be really enjoying this. Oh man, right. It's right. fun. Um, so again, everybody, we're talking to Kyle Meyer, uh, Integrity Gun and Pawn in Topeka, Kansas. So all you uh, Kansanites, please, uh, in Topeka ends, dude. I actually look it up. I bet I'm right. Uh, you guys, it's Topeka Topeka ends. Pretty close. It was all pretty right. close though. Sure. I've had, I'm. I'm I'm three sheets to the wind. Don't even mess with me. I'm full of gin. Uh, you guys, please uh, uh, take your Saturday and just go check it out. I found two weekends ago doing the pawn shop hustle. I, I found an a 60s Beatles era Vox half stack. So it's the cabinet, it's the head, and it's in the in the metal aluminum like breakdown rack that the head sat on top of. Not oh my god, I want that so badly. <clears throat> I watched a '54 Telecaster <laughs> come into my store. We bought it for six hundred dollars and yep, sold it Jesus. for nine thousand. Yep. Well, and, and the thing is, we would have given the lady more money, except that I didn't deal with her, and the guy that dealt with her uh, didn't know what he had. And uh, she didn't know what she well, had, and so the thing is, um, she actually put it into pawn. We didn't even buy it. She wanted six hundred bucks, and we called her. Man, it had to have been fifty times because we, when we saw what it was and we identified it, I mean, this lady like we tried to call her time after time after time. Like, hey, I would feel terrible pulling this if you still want this. I need you to like yeah, give me something because this is worth way more than six hundred dollars. I would feel terrible about it. Never wow. called us back. Yeah. That's wild. God. Yeah. You run into some weird things like that, though. Like uh, uh, another another weird one was... I got one. <laughs> uh, we, had, we had this couple come in with what definitely appeared to all of us to be a Rolex. I mean, it had this sweeping um, hand movement, no ticks to it. Yep. Looked completely legit. <clears throat> My manager gave these people like a thousand bucks for it. Oh, and it was no. worth way more, you know, conceivably. Yeah. That's what we thought. Um, and then we had a regular jeweler that would come in and do cleanings and kind of appraisals and stuff. But he, you know, he wasn't like on call, like on Pawn yeah, Stars, yeah, yeah. come on down. He took one look at it and he goes, it's fake. <laughs> we were like, are you fucking serious? Damn it. He's like, yeah. And he, he's like, here's how you can tell. And I, I, now I don't remember, but it was, it was like, Jesus, dude, are you, you know, whoever yeah. did this fake. Did a great job. Had to be. Yeah, the amount of energy people put into making a fake of something is—it's. You're exactly right. I mean, I've I've learned that working where I do that. Like, it's incredible how far someone. Well, it was wild because this watch, like, what what really um, hit me hard in the head was this watch was as good quality as a Rolex. Yeah. Like 
it works just as well. Yeah, yeah. they're nice. Like when, when you see those the knockoffs, a lot of them it's are like really nice started. watches, and it's the only reason. Yeah, it doesn't have the, It doesn't one. actually, you know, have the name brand. or shouldn't have the name Rolex stamped on it. You know, once I once I worked <laughs> I worked at a, a a luthier shop in California, and I learned how to patina um, metal, anodized sure. and non anodized, yeah. you know, metals. Uh, with coffee grounds and moisture and and just things and how to do it so that I could uh, restore or relic models of guitars because we were the Fender and Gibson um, uh, warranty shop, right? And it made more sense to me when when I when I've seen some rifles and some guns and some things come across you know me and. And for you guys that have actually worked in the pond to see that stuff too, you these aren't old, these aren't antiques, these yeah. aren't old. This is not worth anything. Yeah. This is this is new stuff. That's you know that for me it was a huge eye opener learning how to patina metal uh, to know that things are not valuable. They're not old. They're not antiques or classics or anything like that. So that was a huge eye opener. Yeah, it's... my favorite pawn shop story. I was kicking it with Tristan on one of those Mondays and we were going to the gardens and this chick comes in to the pawn shop just up the road, the, the Acme. Yep. Right? Yep. Who's a nice little sponsor of Twisted Apes Radio, which is on twistedapesradio.com, so you guys should check that out and you're just wanting to listen to music in your car uh, and reruns of all of the podcasts from Twisted Productions, blah, 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 blah. Yes. There it is. Um she rolls in and starts hooping and hollering about, uh, I need money for this diamond ring. Fuck that guy. This guy's a dig. I hate this. You guys know exactly where this is going, right? I'm going to guess it was all fake. It was cubic yeah. zircon. He puts it in the thing, and he's like, yep, that's not real. No, it's a fucking 14-carat diamond. No, it isn't. This is glass. This is no, not. Honey, he did not. not. The guy told her, he goes, he didn't love you that much. <laughs> Glad he's gone. Move along. <laughs> I, yeah, like... I've I've told customers that came in similar situation. Um, <laughs> it's like, well, um, this is glass and copper. So... Yeah, this isn't gold. <laughs> this isn't gold. No, but I want I want to sell my gold. Yeah, well, this isn't gold. No, but it looks like gold. It's not gold. And yeah, and it's uh, most. I would assume most shops. I know we did. Uh, there's a very simple test kit for gold uh-huh. and little testing devices for real diamonds. You can tell sure. very quickly. Yeah. Oh, uh, Kyle, did you get all um, inundated and hemmed up with the whole silver thing that happened a couple of weeks ago? I, I don't so, know what I know um, what you're talking about. Reddit blew up on um, GameStop, right? You You heard about that. Yes. Okay. okay yeah. So oh, I know about all three that. Three days yeah. later, Reddit jumped on the silver bandwagon and a bunch of people went and did it and i mean i got a shit ton for silver two weeks ago and so did doug and there was a line out the door there was a line oh. out the doors like 25 deep people trying to sell their silver and because it's man you know it's funny i i don't deal uh, with silver at all so that's probably why you know i didn't i didn't have seen it and and i should have been on that man that's I, yeah that's it, it was bizarre i was like nope it, well i mean it's time to sell it was it was definitely time to sell so all of it, you know, most of it's gone. Yeah. I still keep my silver dollar in my pocket because that's just kind of a, that's just kind of a thing. If I ever get hemmed up somewhere, I'm stuck. I've always got, you know, between 
thirty and one hundred and fifty bucks in my pocket because I've got you know an ounce of an ounce of pure silver. Right. Yeah. So always got a little mm. bit of scratch. I can go anywhere and be like, hey, I need just a little bit of cash. Whatever this is, whatever the weight is on it. You know, instead of having to carry it around in your uh, pocket, you should obviously just have it melted into a grill, and then you can just wear it around, and then it's in your oh, mouth. Sure. And not you know, I was thinking space. about, I was actually thinking about, you know, uh, a butthole crown, because <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to get a gauge yeah, for it. Like that's what I was gonna do with my ass. So nobody knows when you know, I fart when I eat Taco Bell. And then you'll never yeah. have to control your ass ever again. I mean, I mean, you'll have to diaper <laughs> sure. up from then on. But, but no one will yeah. ever know when I eat Taco Bell. They'll never hear it coming. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it will there'll always be something. Uh <clears throat> DNE sixty six. I'm betting that's uh oh yeah, that's Doug. So he's the one who gave me that silver dollar actually. So thanks, Doug. We took everything. Doug made a buttload of money. He said it was like twenty, thirty people deep. Where he went. That's wild. Yep. I took the little bit I had like a few days later. I was like, I need to pay my truck payment. And they were like, fuck off. They were, no, they, <laughs> they were like, here, we'll give you this much. Here, we'll give you this much. I was like, that's oh. amazing. <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, Key's a pure silver butt plug. Uh, it kills werewolves. So yeah. I will not get weared in my wolf. You can, uh, you can <laughs> fart at them and... <laughs> <laughs> well, we figured out who DNE sixty six is. Uh, happy br- take my bloodline werewolf. But you'll <laughs> yes, never have my yes. Uh, Doug said the line was crazy, crazy. Oh, and by the way, happy birthday, Doug. Um, uh, this week he's uh, uh, we'll just say silver, silver, is silver birthday. Silver. He's silvered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Doug likes shiny things, so I'm sure he he visits pawn shops or should visit pawn shops often because there's a lot of shiny things in there. Well, the other the other product that we kind of only touched on, man, if you're looking for jewelry, pawn shop is the way to go. Oh, you go sure. to a commercial jewelry store, Ugh. their markup is like a thousand percent or something nuts. Now you um, have a friend in the. You yeah. go to uh, you go to a pawn shop, uh, you know they're they're only paying the market value for the weight of the item. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, this is something that people don't realize. It, and I don't, it doesn't matter what a pawn shop tells you. The pawn shop has to cover sure. their ass. Think of it this way. When they buy jewelry, they're not a jewelry store. So they have to price in enough margin yeah. that they can make money yeah. if they scrap yes. it. Which means they've got, I mean, any jewelry you see, they've got stupid room. I mean, it's kind of an industry secret. I probably shouldn't no, tell everybody uh, that, but... But, but I mean, it's well, and I, I know that the place I worked, the way it worked was it was it was the weight of your gold and the weight of your diamond weights. Yeah. The end. The end. That was what it based market value, market value that day. You want yeah, that's how you want to go get crab tonight. Go. You're going to do the same thing. Yeah. Market value. Well, not in Colorado or Kansas. Probably not. Yeah. But, but if you're on the, you know, the on a seaboard. Coast, yeah. On the, uh, yeah. You, you pay market value. Yeah. People don't understand. I don't. Here's here's the biggest problem that I have with the common person. I think people who listen to this show are not common, so they get it. I had a conversation with a woman in, uh, at our shop one time. She's like, well, I don't understand why it costs so much. I was like, because Abraham Lincoln says we don't work for free no more. <laughs> like, 
do you not see the square footage of this place? Do you not understand all this shit? Like the lights got to be on, the insurance has got to get paid. You know, I, I do. I deal with that with any client, any customer. They don't understand that. Yes, there is. Well, it, it's only this much on, you know, wish.com. I'm like, well, go buy that piece of crap. Stop being a time bandit here. Well, I've never. Well, and the, and the flip is, um, you know, these are I used to love when they'd be like, well, this is selling for this much on the Internet. And I'm like, yeah. And that's how much that's that's like where I can price it to sell it after I take it from you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you have to. Understand, I, like, so I need to. To give you a lot less than that. Did we, did we not just mention, you know, Integrity Gun Upon is, is highly insured? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not free. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the other thing is, I'm not dealing with fucking Toothless yeah. Wonder for yeah. free. All right? You know, I'm not getting threatened by crystal methanine <laughs> for no money. Oh, you know my God, I mean? Kyle, I'm, keeping I'm the stealing that. <laughs> I've been working in Denver lately in a, in a very savory part of town, so crystal methanine is going to be in my – that's going in my holster. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. Well, we deal with people who um, look like they might be popped up, and they have the meth mites, as we call them, you know, the yeah. ones on their hands and stuff. We just say Tatweka, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of lament it because we have a we do a meth problem. Sure. I think everywhere does pretty um, much. And and the unfortunate part is the the it's well, and so the, the unfortunate part is the pawn business is going to bring those people in. You know, because they're, yeah. you know, they've got, oh, they've yeah. got stuff that they, we, however they got it, they got stuff that they yeah. can trade for cash and they need that cash. Well, you know, those, those people like bargains. They like bargains yep. at the pawn shop. They like the bargains yeah. of hard drugs. That's why they do meth. Um, there's a, on this topic, but slightly a skewed tangenting, um, there is a, a, a metal scrapping outfit just outside of downtown. That does wildly well, like surprisingly well. They deal a lot in brass. I'm copper. Sure, I'm sure. <laughs> they got hemmed up. With, they got lots of copper wire. They got, well, we have. Sure. Um, I'm not sure how you guys do it out there, but we have uh, backflow preventers on the backs of our houses and on commercial buildings for sprinkler systems. Um, they have to be brass, mm-hmm. and the 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 conduits exterior and interior are copper until you get in the ground and then it's pvc whereas like in california everything's plastic and pvc because it never freezes so, right yeah right um these guys come in they bust off the the lock box because you know they get they get put in lock boxes or, or they bust into your backyard and copper is very easy to break you bend it a little bit and it'll snap so they bake, break off these huge brass backflow converters and then go try to sell them to the pawn shops and try to sell them at the scrapyard. And I'm guessing the reputable scrapyards. Well, a pawn shop wouldn't touch that because it's not gold or silver. Right. But I mean, a reputable scrapyard I mean, would... I mean, these fucking pawn shop guys, though, they'll take a big old, you know, beacon, you know, off a <laughs> radio tower. I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid. <laughs> No, Larry had a dude. Larry had somebody. Uh, uh, part of the deal of their renovation of one of the big plate, one of the big stores in the mall here ten years ago was, they got all the aluminum framing. And all the copper piping that came yeah. out of that box store, and somebody just abscond. Oh, they absconded oh. with it because it just sat on the job site for like three months. Jeez, while they were getting all done dilly, somebody just swooped in and took it. Yeah, so. Metals are precious, ladies and gentlemen. 
Oh, I've got another one. Another good one. I here in Colorado because again, I'm I'm not super familiar with Kansas. I'm pretty sure it's like Colorado with no mountain, no scenery, right? So you have cold (laughs) winters. That's probably pretty cold winters. Pretty much, yeah. Hot summers, right? Um, a lot of uh, a lot of guys that I know and gals that I know that ride motorcycles that live like in apartment complexes will pawn their bikes over the really shitty part, like January, February, you know, December. They'll pawn their bikes and let them get stored somewhere nice. Yeah. Yeah, We don't deal with that. I guess people just don't give a shit about their bikes here. I mean, I I pawn bikes, but they don't want them anymore. They need the money. Uh, Keys is saying that uh, people out in California steal the copper grounds off the poles. Oh, shit. From people's houses. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You're risking riding yeah. the lightning on that one, though. <laughs> she also says they don't know what it they don't know. Uh, what they don't know is that it's traceable. Uh, so Back to PG&E, PG&E, which is the, their the power, power company. company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny shit. Well, that's, you know, we used to run into um, <laughs> people would come in with stuff that still said Rent-A-Center on it. <laughs> you know, they'd be Come like, on, I got this, I got this on, TV. Guys. It's like, dude, it still says rent a center yeah. on the back. Unless on, you can guy. shit a receipt that says that you finished paying this off. Nobody I can't ever take finishes this. paying no, off of shit from rent center. No uh, one of ever they has don't. in the history of ever. It's like, there's no way we could take this. <laughs> <laughs> the only time we ever used rent a center was uh, the KVCM before you, you showed up to be a, a, thing, a guest at the radio station. Yeah. We, we rent a centered the, the lobby for like two months. To, to deck it out so that yeah. we could get more advertisers and clients uh, and then give it back to them. Like, yeah. all right, come take, come get it. Nobody ever pays off for center. Come on. <clears throat> that always used to crack me up. It's like you, you turn the TV around to look at it and, uh, there's a big old center thing on it. <laughs> uh, better than a cockroach scattering out. I think. Oh, don't even get me started. We, we, we don't have a huge, like California, uh, Southern, well, South Bay has a huge cockroach problem because it's damp and warm all year long. Uh, mm-hmm. I've only been in a couple of places that have those little cockroaches running around. I mean, we don't get the big, you know, men in black things. that <sighs> The ones from like Georgia and South Carolina where Ooh. it's just warm and wet all the time. Yeah. We don't yeah. get those. We don't get those. Yeah, we we pay our exterminator guys really well. He keeps us poisoned up, so to speak. Because uh, yeah, I mean you can I mean you can smell it. So I bring a TV in, and at this point I know what cockroaches yeah. smell like because it never fails. Like you can you can get the yeah. stench of the like TV, and uh, you already know you pick that thing up. You're it's in like a cockroach that damp on you. Cardboard sure. smell. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. A little bit of cigarette, a little <laughs> bit of body odor, a little yeah. bit of well, and then the cockroach smell. <laughs> right, well, and, then, and then the cockroaches. Well, the cockroaches are smoking and yeah, shitting. Right. That's where you get it out of the two smells. Man, fucking bizarre. That's so much. That's so crazy. I've always, uh, I always thought owning a pawn shop would be cool, just for the fact of just all the cool stuff. Like I like stuff. Um, some of the best worst days of our job is when evictions happen, and there's a house full of stuff, and mm-hmm. they've they're already gone. They're in the next state. They're in the next county, and you got to go get it all out, and you have to put it on the lawn overnight, and then you come get it, and then you take it all to the pawn shop. And the 
Yeah. You know, the appliance Make place. A couple and, bills and Oh yeah. yeah. And then the rest goes in the dumpster. But I really Right. There was one cat that had um I think he just flipped his lid, dude, and he he because there was a bunch of MREs missing and like half of his camping gear was in his front room and then he was just gone. Oh yeah, yeah he was so going he, rogue he for flipped sure. his like, wig. Like he was camping in his place. No, that's a tor- the whole thing, house is like to... decked out. It's like his bed was still there. All his clothes were in the closet. There was a uh, you know a bunch of there was like half a like the desk was all beautiful. The the TV the everything was just in his house like lived in normal. But coming into the crime scene, you know, you look around and you're you're being observant. You're like, all right, what happened here? All right, there's this whole back room full of MREs and full of stuff and half the shells are missing and the other half are just perfectly stocked. There's a bu- there's a half-assed bunch of camping gear strewn about on the living room floor. Yeah, this guy flipped his lid and left. Yeah. And it Yeah, you might have found DB Right? Cooper, Seriously. Honestly. So I I He might have been I have a Chevy Avalanche. I packed up two full tray uh, bed uh, back of the beds with DVDs. From this dude's house and Jesus Took him to the pawn shop I'm like good luck bro <laughs> Just handed him to the guy He's like what do you want for him Whatever you'll give me um, Have fun And this is when DVDs Were still a thing Before the streaming you know, services yeah. And I mean the, the only thing we didn't take To the pawn shop Was some of the furniture We just put it on offer up And, and people showed up Five minutes later Just I'm like here Ten bucks for this Really beautiful desk You gotta move it out of the house yeah, that's that's the yeah. So it was like, nope, just sure. take it, go, or, and we're getting two roll offs. You know, they're, they're going to be here tomorrow. If you don't want it today, it's done, dealy. The stuff, the cool stuff. Well, Kyle, uh, it's been about an hour. Um, yeah, buddy, that flew by. Uh, le- yeah, uh, tell yeah, everybody man. where they can get a you know get a hold of you. Do you have a website? Do you have a that kind of stuff? Yeah, so you got www.igpon.com. Uh, and we are Integrity Gun and Pawn on Facebook, and Snapchat is at Integrity Gun, all one word. Excellent. Now, uh, you probably cannot sell guns across state lines. Uh, you know, some shops do that where they'll transfer over. Uh, you know, if it was a super expensive gun, you know, we do gotcha. gun broker sometimes. Uh, with normal firearms, not usually gotcha. a thing we do. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Call you tomorrow. I'll, I'll call you on Saturday, bro. <laughs> right, yeah, right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody listens to this show. Nobody's going to know. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right, our little secret so it blows up. Wait, you have explosives? <laughs> that would be a... <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, joke. Big Brother, if you're listening, I probably... Oh, I it was a joke, I, I promise. I... Uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna go hit the. I'm definitely gonna hit that on Saturday morning while I'm doing the pawn shop special, you know. And uh, so that's ig igpawn.com is what you said. Ig igpawn.com. That's it. Yeah. And then of course we have our Facebook and Snapchat. I do a gun of the day on Snapchat every day. It goes. It's fun. Facebook I might actually well. use Snapchat if I could see yeah, a gun every day yeah, instead of the, instead of a dick. The oh, dumb yeah, we shit do, that we I see on Snapchat. Day. I gave up on Snapchat a long time ago. We have it just for the the business, the the man tools, the thing. And then I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I got a question about this, actually. I'm glad you brought this up because um, what is Snapchat's deal on their curated stories? Like if you swipe over and it's got like their advertised stuff, why do they love to form people? 
Like it seems like every other day it's somebody that's like just for whatever reason just horribly. Oh, just weird! Figured. I don't know. I haven't. I no I don't, idea. I don't do the snappage. Uh, I just recently started doing the twatter again because somebody said it's the wild west of the internet, and uh, one of our guests prior, I was like, hey, oh. he's kind of right. I've been on, I've been twattering a little bit, and I'm like, wow, yeah, you can get away with a lot of shit on here. And, and I will say, Twitter is definitely the best place to troll if you're into that. <laughs> you set that hook and just, <laughs> just zoom. Oh, that's some, that's some easy. Yeah. It really is. Right um, all, all the uh, feminist groups love to troll our, our twatter. Oh yeah. The hate mail, just the misspelled diatribes that just get thrown at us are a fucking amazing. They're so much fun. <laughs> Anyways. Well, uh, Kyle, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. That was super fun. Uh, yeah, that was super yeah, fun time. We'll, uh, we'll chat with you again. Um, and I'll definitely hit up the, hit up the shop. Cause I love doing pawn shop stuff. Heck right, yeah, man. Take so care. Yeah, we'll see you. Bye. Well, that was super fun, bro. I think uh, I think that was informative and fun for the whole family. I would say so, yes. Deedle-doo. He has to tell me that it hung up. I don't know why it does that. He's no longer on the phone uh, with you. But, uh, yeah, very cool. Um, I love pawn shops. They're uh, another, like he said, kind of a bastion of pure capitalism. Yeah, thank it's, God. I have this thing. I know it's worth this much. Let's haggle. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Let's see where we can land. You know, yeah. Because the definition of a sale, and I'm going to paraphrase horribly from my college books, is the agreed upon, the mutually agreed upon uh, price for an item at a certain time. Yep. Done. Absolutely. I probably got a D on that. Whatever. Dude, we have to plow through some shit super fast. We do. Um, we've got some news coming up, and then uh, we'll do our uh, our little mid-roll. Let's do it. shit out yeah and we have a blank screen excellent um come on load load reload there we go uh we've had some deaths this week ladies and gentlemen uh and it went away uh sure click it again that's fine click it again no that's what i mean the page that i wanted went away oh here uh we'll do it's like a we'll real do, podcast. We'll everybody. do this. It's like a real pod. We're just going to we'll do bring this. it back to us. Yeah. We're going to do this. Uh, um, I'll, click, I'll click the link again. Yeah, go ahead. The New York Post reported that was that today. Um, yesterday, cons- I think. Yesterday, today, some at some time zone that uh, infamous. There it goes. Television and radio, AM radio, radio, whatever. Media mogul. Rush Limbaugh passed away at uh, 70 years old. He uh, he was an interesting figure in media. Um, at a time when <laughs> NPR and therefore liberal media kind of owned radio as far as talk radio. Sure. 
um, he was definitely something different. <laughs> sure. Uh, to come in and just be like, yeah, I'm totally conservative and conservative values and here's conservative things and I'm conservative and here's conservative things. Right. I'm going to talk about conservative things. I just remember my girlfriend in high school wanted to go home and watch Rush Limbaugh over lunch. That's a right? lot. Being super conservative and, yeah. being, and then basically suck my dick all the way back to school. That's good. That's yeah. awesome. Good Christian um, values. He, he did have a sense of humor, though, especially with his TV show. Um, he... <laughs> I recall a very funny um, episode where the some women's group was saying that uh, eating men made or eating meat made men uh, like chauvinist or whatever. And he was like, "I'm going to prove this wrong." And he could, and then he just, like starts eating a steak and starts yelling at all the women on the crew <laughs> on the staff at the show <laughs> as he's eating it. And uh, it was uh, like, "Okay, yeah, he has a sense of humor." Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <clears throat> definitely a uh, regardless of how you feel about um, his politics or whatever, like the dude is a legend. Yeah. Oh, of course. And uh, you know, us being in the industry, albeit like forced our way in on a pirate, you know, radio yeah. level. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you you can't deny what he's done. No. Definitely All right, not. let's see. Uh, Moving on in the mortal words. This of... piece of shit. So this Some local news here. Local news. Um, and for all my tribe, this piece of shit is. Uh, wait, scroll back up to the uh, the headline, please. It's uh, Joshua Carrier, former Colorado Springs Springs Police Department cop. That seems a little redundant. Colorado Springs Police Department cop who molested 18 children seeks a reduced sentence. How about no? Yeah. How about no? I think I think you should just be thankful that we don't do the death penalty for that, even though I think we kind of should. And uh, go fuck yourself, and I hope you get raped a lot. Pretty much. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that you don't look like that anymore, and you've been skull-fucked enough to where you yeah. have no teeth. Oh, I'm I'm guessing he gets dressed up like a lady every day. <laughs> Here's hope. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, you you don't get extra uh, privileges because you're a former cop. No. And yeah. I hope there are people that he's having to deal with now that are pissed off about that as well. Oh, you busted me and you touched kids. Oh, oh, oh the justice <laughs> shall be served. Have we got some things for you. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. We got an image. Uh, yes. Yeah. Shoot your local pedophile. Uh, I mean, they should have a season for that. I mean, they should. And what's nice is there's a there's a whole database online, so you know where to go. You know, hunting. Yeah. Just, yeah. I said, you know, you. I'm not. The views expressed on Man Tools <laughs> are not necessarily that of anybody on Man Tools or anything else. And this show should not be listened by anyone. No, definitely not. There's our disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> let's see some more sad. Uh, this things. one, this one hurts me on a deep, deep level. Um, not only Grammy award-winning audio industry icon, but basically the father of modern-sounding music recordings. The guy who said, "If you get the gap right, you get a sweet sound." He's talking about Transformers, um, and in the the. The pioneer of the solid state uh, recording console, um, 
Rupert Neve passed away this week, and uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like he's always been there, and you kind of always thought he'd always be there. Yeah, you one know? of those guys, yeah. It's one of those things. Sure. Uh, if you guys would like to see a really neat thing with him that would sort of relate, that's relatable to anybody who's not an audio engineer, watch uh, the Dave Grohl produced documentary Sound City. There's a you know, scene with him, and it's it's a bit of a, a, a rope-a-dope. You think the documentary is about the recording studio, it's really not. It's about the desk, the recording the console, console yeah. that Rupert Neve built and designed himself for Sound City. That, if I'm not mistaken, Dave Grohl now has at his house. At 606 yeah. Studios, yeah, <laughs> out in the valley. He owns it. Uh, yeah, so. That's, so he, that's he had to. So you, you have to imagine Dave Grohl has Dave Grohl money, right? He's yes. got Nirvana money, he's got Foo Fighters money. Well, he basically had to make a documentary and sell it to afford that desk. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's yeah. how badass it is. Yep. Uh, We're going to miss you, buddy. Um, and I only have one piece of Neve gear, and it basically, you know, cost me my marriage. <laughs> that, that will happen. That will happen. And it's I use it every every on everything. It's on everything. Uh, except no substitutions. Um. Yeah, and uh, another kind of bummer that this guy's gone, but this is kind of a cool story. Um, oh yeah, this is neat. If this, if this loads up the way it's supposed so, to. So uh, I was I was at I was at the house the other day, and I was eating dinner at the dining room table and listening to Jeopardy with yeah. the new guy, and it was so bizarre. Like, kind of hit you. In the they feels. have a new guy now. Yeah, really? they've got a. I think it's the uh, one of the former winners is like. Just kind of filling hold, in, filling in until, until okay, yeah. Until we all put out a petition to get Lavar Burton to do it, that would be cool. That'd be fucking cool as hell. Um, but, but yeah, Alex Trebek, of course, passed away a month or two ago. I yeah. want to say, um, but obviously the dude had a shitload of suits because that was his thing was to wear suits yeah. at his job. Um, that wardrobe has been donated according to his wishes to an organization that helps. Uh, like homeless or underprivileged type uh, men prepare for job interviews. That's so, so badass. Um, on that note, I would like to announce that yeah, it is Ken Jennings. Doug's yeah, okay. it's, it's that cat, that guy, the the, like, the one, the all. one with charisma, the one, the one at all. <laughs> well, there are others, but all of them are kind of yeah. one's kind of autistic-y. Yeah, the, <laughs> you know, the Mormon dude. It's a little yeah, yeah. He, he he's the one that can. Uh, Go door Seems to like door, you can hold like no a conversation, problem. yeah. You can go door to door, yeah. no problem. <laughs> Ride a bike with a helmet, good to go. Ah, uh, jeez. Okay, on a on a different note, uh, we're we're announcing it here. Um, the the man tools, um, manufactured reality. All of the uh, people here at uh, Twisted Radio and Gilla's Garments are are getting together here very quickly and putting a warm the world together. Um, we're going to have a GoFundMe. We would, tr- we're going to try to get maybe five, $600 together to go shop locally for jackets, hoodies, warm clothing, and then go give them away for free. We want to do it as fast as possible and then do it again next year. So keep an eye out for that, for everybody listening, um, that probably Monday morning, it's going to drop. Okay. So that, that should be a whole lot of, that's a whole lot of cool. You know, this was, this was the inspiration. That's, that's awesome. 
Uh, let's see. Nope, we don't want your ad. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time with uh, the, karaoke the karaoke contest <laughs> going on because <laughs> it sounds like someone's raping a goat out there, and it's really disturbing. No, go away. Um, we don't. This want is do a that. very well. A, it, it's a. I don't want to quite say a cool story because it seems fucked up that this is how it has to happen. Uh, but this uh, this dude in South Carolina won custody of his daughter after she was put up for adoption and adopted without his permission. Let me guess, by the state? No. Oh. So he is an unmarried guy, and under backwards South Carolina law, uh, he can register to be informed if his kid gets put up for adoption. That bitch don't have to ask him nothing. She can go ahead and put the kid up for adoption. It's up to her as a single mom. Yeah. Yes. There's no dad rights in South Carolina, apparently. Other than the right to be informed that your child has been put up for adoption. No. Now, one thing that, that there's a, there were a bunch of factors in this that kind of blew my mind. So, um, his, his daughter got put up for adoption, uh, was going to get adopted out of state, which usually like the, that's kind of rare. They usually like to keep kids in the state cause then they become taxpayers. That's the real, <laughs> that's the real yeah. motivation. They, this you know, talk real. up a bunch of stuff about why they do that, but it's so that they end up paying taxes in that state. Um, in South Carolina, being an interracial child makes is somehow some kind of special circumstances where they will allow it. Yeah. So the kid was going to be adopted to out of state. He started fighting it in court and to me, very surprisingly won because there was really no law that said that they had to let him have this kid back. Right. Well, he felt he, he got the judge on a sober day. Apparently. I guess man, Jeez. you know, um, so it had a happy ending, but it's kind of, it's one of those God, that, that makes a, you look at the laws and you're like, why, why is it like that? Like, it's one of those backwards, I'm assuming yep. like religious based. Well, you're not married. So fuck you. You should have, you, you should have got married, boy. You put a ring on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And there's that other little slant, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, good luck there so, in the deep South. I'm glad that that turned out all right, yeah, but no I think shit. South Carolina needs to take a look at some of their laws when it comes to family law and men oh, shit. Uh, and what their rights are. Um, you know, a father shouldn't just be informed if his child- <laughs> that his child is being put up for adoption. <sighs> Uh, just because he's not married to the mother. And it's only because he was proactive and got put on that like registry that they yeah. even informed him. If he hadn't done that, he, he would have had no idea. Coming. He must have. Oh, he yeah, knew. he must have. He knew something was coming. Um, so. Yeah. Well, good on I'm, you, man. I'm glad that that's how it turned out. Uh, let's see. Come on, load. Load, load, load. Load. We don't want to hear the karaoke. No, we don't. I mean, this chick ain't bad, but, man, that last guy was seriously Oh, just... no, this is cool stuff, so let's get our cool stuff thing. All right, we're going to hit some cool stuff real quick and then do our uh, uh, our mid-roll. And we went very long with our guests. Which... We did. We did.
well. I'm glad that. Um, well, look at this thing. Check this shit out. So this is a, a amphibious. That's so bad. That's Literally so bad. ATV. ATV, <laughs> an all-terrain vehicle. So something out of the old cartoon mask from the 80s. Yeah. Or a James Bond movie or something. James Bond movie. He's badass. And, vroom, and drop the wheels and you're good to go. Seriously, if you're trying to track down your golf ball, there's no better way to do it. That would say not. That is pretty badass. All right. Enough of that. Enough of that. Uh, that's, that's obviously very cool. Um... This was also very cool. <sighs> Come on. That's bizarre. Load up. What's wild is we have like flying internet here. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Uh, no, it's thank you. I don't want to get a summarized CNN thing. Um, archaeologists have discovered an ancient beer factory in Egypt. Did you know that the first beer was actually invented by the ancient Egyptians? I did now. <laughs> I think I think Arnold Schwarzenegger taught us that on the Twins, the movie Twins. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, but archaeologists have discovered a massive 5,000-year-old brewery in the ancient Egyptian city of Abydos, which is also where they found the Stargate. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's a real thing. Uh, MacGyver had to you know, like go save the world. He did, yeah, a bunch of times. Um, according Ooh. to Egypt's Ministry of Tourism, the Amanda Tapping uh, show. Yes, yeah. she's she was tasty. Um, the the fun thing about this is it looks it's like on commercial proportions. Yes, like it wasn't just a home use or to provide. Oh, no, this was you know personally. It was like they were clearly selling this to yeah. somebody or feeding the. Uh, um, Working class. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know bread in a bottle. Uh, <laughs> Mutter's milk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I thought that, you know, you sent this in and I thought it was really rad. Uh, definitely a cool stuff yeah. thing. Um, and last but not least, under cool stuff. And it's loading. 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 Uh so, uh, movie trailers, ladies and gentlemen, movie trailers, because we like... Whoa! <laughs> Sorry about your ears, everybody. Get over here! The only part I didn't like was that. Get over here, get over here! Throughout history, no. cultures reference a great tournament. Mortal Kombat. Get over here! Guys... It is the most history. notable sound on the movie. Get over here. Yeah, it should sound exactly like yes, the game. It really yeah. should have. Uh, anyways, obviously that's uh, Take the trailer the... for the new Mortal Kombat movie that's Fuck coming out. Yeah. Um, with good effects. So. <laughs> Take all the liberties with the special effects you want, but please keep the, the vanguards the same. That's all I ask. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. This guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what key he's in, but the song is not in. I'm that unfamiliar key. <laughs> with whatever key that is. Um, I thought there were only 12 notes in the whole world, but <laughs> he found another one. He found the 13th. <laughs> Come on, script, load up. 
Uh, that was good shit. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'll, while my script is loading, I'll wing it, I guess. Uh, you know what's not bad? Like that guy's voice? That's what is not bad? Uh, EXO Auto Works. As always, EXO. Uh, there it goes. There it goes. Mantles is brought to you by our friends at EXO Auto Works. Colorado Springs home with a thirty dollars synthetic blend oil change. Uh, EXO knows that finding the problem is the first step to getting your car right, which is why EXO Auto Works provides diagnostics at no charge in most cases. They also do fleet services, fluid services, repair services, and much, much more. They Move the screen. They work on all makes and models, including high mileage, and they offer 24,000-mile, two-year nationwide warranty. Call EXO today at 719-375-3232 or go online to exoautoworks.com to book your appointment right away. Thanks, EXO. Good Thanks job. for jumping in there. And Yeah, as I was stumbling. <laughs> we got this. Stumbling and bumbling. Uh Let's see. We do have a tool of the week. Uh, <laughs> this, you know, we talk about hate mail once in a while and keep threatening to. We keep it doing it. Well, um, we're going to call out the uh, subreddit uh, mom. R slash mom. I posted on there saying, hey, uh, you know, we're a men's issues podcast. Um, Eric has talked a couple of times about uh, the issues that come from being raised by a single mom. So, hey, any single moms in this subreddit, uh, do you have any questions that about issues that you think maybe we could help answer for you? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> you get a couple of... Um, <clears throat> you get a couple of... Uh, <laughs> you get a couple of, uh, you know legit questions like this one. Why are you looking for questions from uh, mothers when it sounds like your demographic is male? And I'm kind of like, well, we can't help the males uh, who are being raised by clueless females without learning what they're clueless about, you know? Right. Which that's, is kind of what we're trying to do. Um, oh God. I wish. Oh, hang on. I gotta get, so I gotta get to fun. like the, the really good. There's those. These are all juicy. Well, that's no, that's a different. Um, there we go. Continue this thread. I'm trying to. Sorry, we're trying to Reddit and and, and podcast. I usually it. don't do that at the same time. Um. Oh yeah, here it comes. The misspelled. Right. So this lady garage. says, uh, "I don't think you'll get many women wanting to email you." Blah blah blah. And she asked like a legitimate question. Um. Well, what about the fact that the dad was a piece of shit and has no character? And I'm like, look. There's definitely a difference between having a good father and no father or a, and a bad father. Um, and certainly in some of those cases, no father is better. Um, but children all benefit from positive male role models or father figures. Uh, boys emulate those men and girls take that as an example for the sure. men that they're going to pair off with eventually. Sure. Um, so she was pretty cool, you know, um, she basically says, I understand and is looking to now get her sons involved in some, uh, some, something that will help, uh, <clears throat> give them some positive role models sure. that are men, um, so they can be successful. Yeah. 
And then uh, this lady goes, yeah, but if your podcast is only heard by men, I don't know how answering questions from women is going to reach women. And I was like, well, so start listening. <laughs> so listen or watching. <laughs> to, um, to be fair. <laughs> you know, get your questions answered. Be a part of raising better men. Or you can ignore this and continue not knowing what to do and, uh, you know, not knowing what your sons actually need and then can keep complaining about toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, so here's the gem that I really wanted to get to. Are you suggesting the sperm donors? This is from, uh, oh, you, if you can see, you can see the username. I can't quite see it from here. Uh, now that we're on this tiny screen, but, um, are you also suggesting this to the sperm donors who refuse to take responsibility for their children? Well, if they've refused to take that responsibility and I didn't find a Reddit that was like r slash deadbeat dads. Yeah. <laughs> to talk to you. Um, but she's like, why are you expecting single mothers to provide free labor for you to provide content for your admittedly male centered podcast? Um, then, uh, my next question is, isn't if you take, but how many red pills you do take, which, okay. Red pill, that expression comes from the matrix and just involves seeing truth. Right. So, all right. Um, <laughs> your num our number one fan is a chick. Yeah. Our demographic yeah. is female. Um, I mean, when we're, should we're 50, 50. I mean, you know, Doug and keys listens to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Karen and Brian listen to us. So uh, then she goes on to say shit. like the rules of the sub say that you can't promote your website, which has uh, sponsored content, which is kind of true, I guess. But by that logic, posting a Facebook link, you're going to get ads on Facebook. So yeah. anyways, um, I said this one, I couldn't help but chiming in on uh, free labor. <laughs> We'd be the ones answering the questions and we have plenty of content without you, <laughs> which we do. Uh, although we are using your content now, <laughs> well, there we are. And, uh, and if this post breaks any of the subs rules, feel free to report it. Uh, as for this gem where she's like, I think the questions you should be asking are how can we educate our male audience to better serve as examples of proactive single parents because single moms don't produce a baby out of thin air. I said, well, you're right. Moms don't produce babies out of thin air. Uh, but uh, the men who are constantly referred to as examples of toxic masculinity, school shooters, serial killers, and the like, are overwhelmingly raised without fathers. Um, <laughs> now, of course, the sperm donors in question there uh, are garbage. But the moms who are left to struggle raising boys into productive members of society are clearly coming up short. Whatever the reason is Whatever there. Whatever the reason. Your fault uh, or not. In many cases, not all, of course. And we are trying to help in that regard. Instead of uh, issuing an abrasive response like this, you could ask an actual question or even just fuck off and ignore it. <laughs> you know? Um, anyways, there's a lot more of uh, that kind of stuff. You know, oh, well, you're coming into our sub. Yeah. Yeah. We did. I, I did. To ask fuck a question. Off. Yeah, well, we, 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 we can. And it is the. Uh, <laughs> You're coming into our sub, honey. Get down. Too many jokes. <clears throat> I see your butt hurt friends over at Man Tools. That's us. Us. So it's not my friends. Yeah. Are cross posting this on Reddit. Okay. I thought they were altruistically trying to help single mothers. Now they're, oh yes, I did post this on a uh, toxic femininity 
after this. Sure. <laughs> Female hate subs. Yeah, once she got all cunty, I uh, said, hey, look at this cunt. <laughs> so, uh, and, and then there's some stuff that goes, you know, where people start shitting on her. Go back to your feminist. Uh, I think that's supposed to be man-hating echo chamber. And again, you're coming to our sub, honey. <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I, I must get on Reddit so, more. Oh, Reddit's, Reddit can be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll post a link to that, and you guys can feel free to uh, read for yourself. Although I did, I think we hit all the high points. Yeah, we did that. all the home runs. But it's, um, <laughs> yeah, and I posted it in Toxic Femininity because it was like, we're legitimately trying to help with something Yeah, with, hey, if with a got, female audience. If you got some questions. And, uh, it immediately turned into you're a piece of shit. Men are pieces of shit. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Hey, you know. I agree. 80, 20 rule. 20 of us are pieces of shit. <laughs> sure. I agree. Yep. Totally with you. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, that's the, there are tools of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks keys. You are the best. Um, which brings us into, uh, I think your rant. Yeah, you, I, you, you know have what? something to, that you're pissed uh, off about. You want to save that for next week? Yeah, or we'll you wanna... save that for next week. Okay. I mean, they're going to keep. It's not like they work anyway, so they'll just fucking sit there. Well, do you no. want to? Uh, Let's I guess just do the next question quick. is: Let's do it, do it, okay. do it, and then right. we'll skip something else and do something else. We need to skip sports. There wasn't really a lot in sports. Nah, fuck sports. All right, we'll just do this and then yep. history. All yep. right, cool. Let's do it. So what's got Eric pissed off? All right, guys. So as a home improvement person, contractor, if I ever catch you buying this piece of shit, I will spray it all in your face. <laughs> if you leave this for me on your job site, I will take it home uh, as uh, fodder for my rifle. <laughs> this is just target practice, so it blows up. Uh, and I'm calling you out, uh, Homax, Homax, whatever the fuck you're really called. All of your products are terrible. Calling you out right now. They don't work. This see, see all this pretty stuff on the label? See all these instructions on the back? Follow them to the letter. I fucking dare you. It will not work. Um, shake upside down for one minute before use. One minute, one minute, ten seconds, two minutes, six minutes. <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. This part blows up. It leaks out this part here. It sprays on the wall and just turns into a big bubbly mess. Um, turn it over to clean it out, and that part works. Okay. When you yeah. flip it over, it go psh, and nothing comes out. Just you know to clean out the nozzle. That part works. Uh, this you know number f number seven. Yes, and uh, it does clean up in warm water. So I'm sorry. There are two things that are true <laughs> on this piece of shit can. Uh, that goes for this uh, $25 uh, pro-grade wall texture, which is worthless. This goes for the 1995 other orange peel pro-grade wall. And I have uh, I had it, I have it in the truck just for fun. Uh, I didn't bring it in because I was just, I'm just going to put it in the dumpster on the way uh, from the parking lot. 
the ceiling texture, which wor- works even less. The popcorn. Oh yeah, texture. I'm guessing that just makes a god awful mess. And it is your the hands, and then yep. you know nothing's on the ceiling. Uh-uh. Probably all over the floor. Oh yeah, yeah. You will spend more in uh, plastic cleaning it up than. Uh, fixing it uh, all it does is bubble out it will never ever ever do what it says right here on the can ever ever and if you guys are watching i want a non-edited video where i'm actually there i fly me over i i will i will eat my own shoe if you get this to work in front of me <laughs> just i'll randomly pull one off your factory floor shelf we will find a piece of drywall in an office a current office, because you motherfuckers are going to have to live with it or wipe it off, which actually works. Um, clean up with warm water, number six. Actually works. Works great. That part works great. We were going to do it in your meeting room office and get it to match up to whatever. Not just what you got on your wall, but if it matches up to anything even remotely close to what's on the can. I'll eat my own shoe. I'll cook that fucker up and eat it. Shit's pissing me off. None of it works. All right. Well, fuck you, home actress. <laughs> yep. Key says challenge accepted. Give it a shot. Don't waste your 20 bucks, though. I mean, just steal it from Home Depot because, or wherever, fine <laughs> home acts products are sold. Don't pay for it. It's. I don't care. I'm going to get hate mail from them. They're assuming. I don't care. I will call them out on Man Tools Live. We'll try to fix this texture right here on the wall. I dare you. You guys fly over here, down to the bunker. We'll make it happen. All right. Uh, well, that brings us to the week in history. History. This week in history, two brothers and a couple other dudes <laughs> made a movie. Well, oh, uh, no. February 18th, 1878, the bitter and bloody Lincoln County War began with the murder of Billy the Kid's mentor, Englishman John Tunstall, uh, which, of course, was historically accurately pr- portrayed. Historically accurately. Historically accurately portrayed, portrayed by the movie, General Zod. In the movie <laughs> Young Guns. <laughs> The actor who played yes. General Zod. That is correct. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm fucking hilarious. I don't I, care what y'all I think. I think you're great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. February uh, 19th, 1847. Rescuers finally reached the ill-fated Donner Party in the Sierras. Um, yeah. With the famous quote, hey, what's cooking? <laughs> <laughs> Again, that smells good. That smells good. You guys doing Uh, all right? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) February 20th, 1962. uh, Mercury astronaut John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth. I think the monkey was Russian. Might have been. Might have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. February 21st, 1972. Uh, Tricky Dick Nixon 
arrived in Beijing, becoming the first U.S. president to visit a country not diplomatically recognized by the U.S. <laughs> Which is a weird terminology. I mean, I get that we weren't fans of theirs, but the fact that we didn't recognize that they were a country... You know you what I mean? To, you have to understand McCarthyism <clears throat> and all uh, that shit. You know, bonkers. a decade before that yeah. was just run rampant. And again, like the Vulcans say, only Nixon can go to China. That's right. Only Kirk could go hang out with the Klingons or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Undiscovered Country, great movie. Uh, February 23rd. Second worst. Star no, Trek that's a great. Ever. That is a, my favorite Star Trek film. Uh, February 23rd, 1945. Third. U.S. <laughs> Marines uh, planted an American flag atop Mount Suribachi on Iwo Jima, and then they reenacted it to make this photograph. <laughs> yep. That was not uh, the actual like initial flag raising. No. Nope. Uh, they went back and redid it for the cameras. Um, Once it was safe for the photographer to get yes, it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, but that has been our this week in his story, and it brings us to the end of our show. In that, we'd like to thank our sponsors, EXO Autoworks and Harmonic Studios Twisted Apes Bar and Grill, where the uh, Twisted Karaoke is happening every Tuesday and Thursday. It's a $1,000 prize. Tomorrow night, Crystallize, live on stage here at Twisted Apes. And in a very weird fucking turn of events, Twisted Apes having He Kill 3 uh, with special guest um, the Dirty Kings will be on uh, Saturday night. So original music on the weekend. That's cool. Yeah, Very super cool. cool. So uh, also Madrid Maintenance and all of our off-site video production and some of our uh, uh, picture production for Twisted Radio comes from Lone Wolf Productions. Uh, thank you for watching and or listening, depending on how you uh, intake our man tools. Yes. Uh, check us out on the web at www.mantoolsmedia.com. All the social medias at Mantools. Uh, for our Mantools merch, including our new Male Lives Matter and Mandates are on American Designs, check us out at mantoolsmedia.redbubble.com. Just how it sounds. Uh, our Patreon, please become a Patreon. We, we're tired of doing stupid human tricks to get you to, <laughs> and to sign up for our Patreon. But uh, patronages start at only $5 a month. You can do that at patreon.com slash mantoolsmedia. Uh, Trevor is on the American Vet podcast this week, uh, so you guys need to check that out. It's going to be released, what, Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, that's available at AmericanVetPodcast.com. Uh, it has links to all the platforms. Just like us, they post their podcasts to all of them. Uh, but that should come out Tuesday. It was a really fun con – well, I'm not sure fun is the right word cathartic conversation sure. about uh my time in the military with uh with those guys or th that guy uh the host dave um so please check it out it was uh um it's definitely i think something worth listening to even though it's just me kind of talking mm -hmm. uh but it was good sure and i'd like to go on record as saying this is the first episode where we haven't beaten that dead horse <laughs> in a long time in a long time and with that we'll see you guys next time good night everybody
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.